April showers bring Mayflowers, but what do Mayflowers bring? A special offer from the DSR Network. For the month of May, become a member and receive 20% off a monthly or annual membership. Members receive an ad-free listening experience, exclusive bonus content, our evening members-only newsletter, and an invitation to continue the conversation via our members-only Slack community. This offer won't last, so act now. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code MAYFLOWERS, one word, to receive your discount. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code MAYFLOWERS. Thank you for your support. It's May 5th, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Kotnor. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. According to the New York Times, the Serbian police arrested a suspect early Friday after an hours-long overnight manhunt for the gunman who killed eight people and injured at least 14 others near Belgrade, according to Serbia's Interior Ministry. The attack late Thursday was the nation's second mass shooting in two days and rattled a country still reeling from an attack at a school that killed eight students and a security guard. An official three-day mourning period for the earlier shooting was to begin Friday. Serbia has historically had a high level of gun ownership compared with other countries because of its recent history of armed conflict and a cultural tradition of owning guns, but has not had high levels of gun violence according to an October 2022 report by the Flemish Peace Institute, an independent research group. The Washington Post reports that conservative judicial activist Leonard Leo arranged for the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas to be paid tens of thousands of dollars for consulting work just over a decade ago, specifying that her name be left off billing paperwork, according to documents reviewed by the Washington Post. In January 2012, Leo instructed the GOP pollster Kellyanne Conway to bill a nonprofit group he advises and use that money to pay Virginia Ginny Thomas, the documents show. The same year, the nonprofit The Judicial Education Project filed a brief to the Supreme Court in a landmark voting rights case. Conway's firm, The Polling Company, sent the Judicial Education Project a $25,000 bill that day. Per Leo's instructions, it listed the purpose as supplement for constitution polling and opinion consulting, the documents show. In all, according to the documents, the polling company paid Thomas's firm, Liberty Consulting, $80,000 between June 2011 and June 2012, as it expected to pay $20,000 more before the end of 2012. The documents reviewed by the Post do not indicate the precise nature of any work Thomas did for the Judicial Education Project or the polling company. According to the BBC, the leader of Russia's Wagner Group has threatened to withdraw his troops from the Ukrainian city of Bakhmut by Wednesday in a dispute over ammunition. His statement came after he posted a gruesome video of him walking among dead fighters, asking defense officials for more supplies. Russia has been trying to capture the city for months, despite its questionable strategic value. 
Yevgeny Prigozhin pinned his decision squarely on the defense ministry. Prigozhin is a publicity seeker, and his influence has seemingly waned in recent months. He has previously made threats he has not followed through with, subsequently dismissing them as jokes and military humor. The battle for Bakhmut has dragged on for months and is thought to have claimed thousands of lives. Wagner troops and regular Russian forces have fought on the same side against the Ukrainian military. Elsewhere, the AP reports that Vice President Kamala Harris met on Thursday with the heads of Google, Microsoft, and two other companies developing artificial intelligence as the Biden administration rolls out initiatives meant to ensure the rapidly evolving technology improves lives without putting people's rights and safety at risk. President Joe Biden briefly dropped by the meeting in the White House's Roosevelt Room, saying he hoped the group could educate us on what is most needed to protect an advanced society. What you're doing has enormous potential and enormous danger, Biden told the CEOs, according to a video posted to his Twitter account. Harris said in a statement after the closed-door meeting that she told the executives that the private sector has an ethical, moral, and legal responsibility to ensure the safety and security of their products. Political Europe is reporting that the Conservative Party suffered a heavy night of losses in Rishi Sunak's first major electoral tests since he became Prime Minister in October. Voters went to the polls on Thursday to elect local representatives in 230 councils across England. In results counted overnight, Labour gained control of some of its top target councils, including Plymouth and Stoke-on-Trent, and seized Medway Council from the Tories after 20 years. The Conservatives lost control of 10 councils and more than 200 council seats, leading to forecasts they are now on track to lose up to 1,000 seats, at the worst end of the independent expectations. The Liberal Democrats took control of Windsor and Maidenhead Council in former Prime Minister Theresa May's constituency for the first time in 16 years. Many seats are still to be counted through Friday, but the earliest results make for grim reading in conservative headquarters. According to Al Jazeera, a Ukrainian delegate has punched a Russian delegate in the face during a meeting of Black Sea nations after his Ukrainian flag was snatched away to stop him from photobombing a video interview. The incident in Turkey took place in a hallway off the parliament building in Ankara, where the organization of the Black Sea Economic Cooperation Assembly was being held. Earlier in the day, some Ukrainian delegates scuffled with security officers who tried to pull them away as they staged a protest, shouting and holding their flags next to Russia's lead delegate as she tried to address the assembly. Pictures of the disturbance were posted by the Turkish parliament on its website, and Mustafa Sentop, the parliament's head, issued a stiff rebuke. The AP reports that former Proud Boys leader Enrique Terrio and three other members of the far-right extremist group were convicted Thursday of a plot to attack the U.S. Capitol in a desperate bid to keep Donald Trump in power after the Republican lost the 2020 presidential election. A jury in Washington, D.C. found Terrio and three lieutenants guilty of seditious conspiracy 
after hearing from dozens of witnesses over more than three months in one of the most serious cases brought in the stunning attack that unfolded on January 6, 2021, as the world watched on live TV. Jurors cleared a fifth defendant, Dominic Pizzola, of the sedition charge, though he was convicted of other serious felonies. The judge excused the jury without delivering a verdict on some counts, including another conspiracy charged for Pozzola, after jurors failed to reach a unanimous decision. In lighter news from the New York Times, ever since she met thousands of her neighbors while running for local office a few years ago, Nina Jochnowitz said, she had been fielding complaints from fellow residents of Old Bridge, New Jersey, a suburban town about 30 miles northeast of Trenton. Typically, they call her hoping she can persuade the town to crack down on fireworks or ATVs or pick up trash left on their curbs. But last week, a woman she had met during that unsuccessful campaign called her to report an entirely different problem, Miss Jochnowitz said. There's a pile of pasta dumped on the side of the stream. The police department is investigating the matter. The department did not immediately respond to a phone call and an email on Thursday. Miss Jochnowitz said that she eventually learned who had dumped the pasta and that it was not a restaurant. I only know that it was not a business, she said. It was a private residence, and I'm in conversation with the family via an individual who knows the family. Seems this mystery is on its way to being solved. Thanks to listener Michelle Miklos for sending us the story. If you have a strange but true story that you'd like to share, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. The story should come from a reputable news source and be verifiable. If we use the story, we'll include a shout-out to the person who sent it. That's all the news I have for you this week. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune in to our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.